It's the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I will tell you that even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what will we eat, what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who seek all of these things, and indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. It's the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. I'm not sure if you noticed, but I am not the, uh, the Reverend Ashley Matthews. I'm also not the Reverend Steve Beers. Um, Steve and Ashley are both out sick today. I found out I was preaching at 647 this morning. When I was in uh, seventh grade, I had a buddy, his name was Chucky, and Chucky was his given name, was on his birth certificate. And so if you, the picture you have in your head of Chucky is exactly what Chucky looked like. Um, so in seventh grade, we're playing football, and we're in Perryton, Texas. It's in the northern Texas panhandle. A front has just come in, and it's freezing. Chucky has never seen the field in his life, and uh, he's got a starter jacket on. It's a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket under his pads. And he gets out there, he's playing corner. Chucky didn't know what he's doing, so he just hops on the running back that's running the end around and rides him all the way to the end zone with the starter jacket on. And I feel kind of like Chucky today is like the, the bench warmer of bench warmers. Um, so I ask for your, for your grace as, we pre- as I preach today and bring you the word of God. Please join me in a quick prayer. Lord, Thank you for being here. Thank you for your spirit. And thank you that whatever I say isn't going to make or break the fact that we're here to worship you and partake in the Eucharist. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable into thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So we, uh, Steve emailed me his notes. Um, I looked through them and the first thing I realized was the gospel had changed. Um, he'd, he'd chosen a different gospel. And I got really excited about the idea of preaching um, this gospel. And then I realized I wasn't so excited because I have stupid amounts of anxiety. And maybe not stupid amounts. Maybe it's like a normal level of adult anxiety. But it's something I feel very deeply. Um, and so when I read this passage, a lot of times, especially as I've, as I've grown older, I struggle with it. 
what do you mean, Jesus, that I can't worry? That's who I am. I feel worry. I feel anxiousness deeply. Is Jesus telling me that it's wrong to worry, that it's simple to worry, that I shouldn't worry? No, he's not. The thing about Jesus is that he understands that worry. I all too often forget that he experienced it. Jesus absolutely experienced the anxiety that I feel. He absolutely experienced the pain and the hurt and the frustration and the worry because he was here. He was one of us. And what I think this story reminds us is that we know the ending. If God is going to clothe the, the beasts of the field, the sparrows, isn't he going to clothe you, to feed you who were made in his image? Yes. So I think the question that this asks and that we need to ask ourselves is, am I loved by God? And is God trustworthy? We're in spirit week. Excuse me, spirit month. I, I still can't get the image in my head of Jake. And Jake, this is going to, it makes me smile every time. Like imagining Ashley dressed up in like, I don't know, some ridiculous spirit week costume like you do in high school. It's not going to leave my head. Uh, but we're in spirit month. The idea that we're focusing on the Holy Spirit. And I think that's particularly relevant today because three hours ago, four hours ago, I had no idea that I was doing this, let alone what I was going to say. I'm relying a lot on the Spirit today. And when I look at our setup, at the candles, the candles are a reminder that the Spirit is here. Just like on Pentecost, Jesus promised to send his helper down, to send another who was going to be with us. And flames of fire were on the believers. And we remember that in the candles. And the Spirit of God is not the fire. It's God's personal presence with us. It's this, this energy almost that he's here and that he's with us when we worry, when we're afraid. The psalmist cries out. He says, oh, how miserable I am. My help is coming from the Lord. Come rescue me, O oh God. He cries out to the Lord because he knows he's there. He knows he's loved. He knows he's trustworthy. The psalm reminds me of, of my favorite psalm. And if I can find it in my notes, which are extensive. Uh, psalm 121. I look to the hills, and from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I discovered that psalm deeply uh, during COVID. Um, COVID, and I think it was probably the same for a lot of us, that, I don't know, six-month eternity when we were at home was when my anxiety took off. We didn't know what was going to happen. The world was ending. The world wasn't ending. It was nuts. And as, as part of my practice, I picked up, because I wouldn't do anything else, picked up uh, afternoon prayer. And if, you, if you're not familiar with the Anglican prayer book. It's amazing, and I highly recommend it. Um, but they've got the hours. There's morning prayer, 
There's lunch or afternoon prayer. There's evening prayer, and then there's compline. And with, with afternoon prayer, and you do it about noon, one of the psalms that you read, Psalm 121, I look to the hills from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. As I prayed that every day throughout COVID, watching the world burn around me, I prayed that. My help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. Am I loved by God? Am I trustworthy? Is God trustworthy? I think he is, and I think he's faithful. And we see God's love on the table as we get ready to partake in the Eucharist, which, by the way, let me tell you, is somebody that had about two and a half hours to get a sermon ready. The best part of this tradition is that this isn't the focus. This, the table, is the focus. The Spirit is the focus. The community is the focus. We have the opportunity to come together as the church, as the people of God, and participate in the sacrifice because He is trustworthy, because we are loved. And we can look at the table and be reminded of that. We can be reminded that even when we are anxious, because we are, even when we're worried, when we're scared, when we're frightened, when we're alone, that we know the end. That death has been swallowed up in victory by the Lord Jesus Christ. He broke the chains. He broke the gates. And we celebrate that every Sunday. And so as we, as we get ready for Eucharist, and as you all are excited that we're going to finally beat the Baptist from an 11 o'clock sermon to, the, to get to the restaurants, remember that. Remember that the Spirit's here and that He's with us. God loves us and that He's trustworthy. And remember that no matter how anxious you are, how worried you are, how much it's eating you alive, Jesus gets it. He knows it. And he knows the end. The end of the day, like the song we used to sing as kids, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's holding us in his hands. And he's clothing us better than the lilies of the field. Amen.